This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. This is another episode of Who's There for what? The first episode of June. <laughs> Isn't that cool? It's June already. <laughs> okay. Yeah. June. It's June. It's like basically summer, even though it's not really summer. When is summer? It's summer. It's summer. June 23rd it's summer. or something? It's summer. No, it's summer. It's technically summer, even though it's cold and raining. <laughs> That's a localized joke, so I feel like you should really broaden our humor. Yeah, so I guess get it's hot in other everyone. parts of the country. And world. I'm going to get right into this because I don't have really anything to say. Is that okay? We're not. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about the weather, and it seemed like you were going in yeah, that that's direction. Terrible. No, I'm stopping myself. I'm okay. stopping myself. Okay. Here we go. First call. Here we go. Hey, guys. Okay. So I have never had a reason to call on your podcast. You guys always answer the questions I need to know. But something weird just happened on my Instagram. A sponsored post popped up by someone named Melora D. Harden. Um, this was most certainly a sponsored post, but it caught my eye. I recognized her, um, and I quickly learned that it was Jan from The Office, and she was get dressed up as Gwen Stefani, kind of, but, like, singing at an actual, like, I don't know, an actual theater with an actual band really getting into it. And I know it's Jan from The Office, not because I'm a – Huge Office fan, not my cup of tea, but because she captioned the sponsored post, yes, at Gwen Stefani. It is Jan from The Office doing my best hashtag Gwen Stefani impersonation. I love this season of The Voice. I don't, I don't know why this was sponsored in my Instagram feed. I don't know why she sponsored it at all. I really just don't know anything i tried to google why she was doing this was this some weird voice promotion i don't know anyways you're the only people i could think of to to tell about this issue and um if you have any insight as to why melora is the newest gwen stefani impersonator i'd like to find out thanks uh good form bella so melora d harden is someone we've talked about in the podcast before um she is i mean she's just like she's clearly still actors. a legend we've clearly still working she's one of those actors who you know really wants to be a singer like that was her first passion but she just like kind of made it work in acting but her passion will always be singing and so she's never going to stop that passion she'll and never stop I, singing and i think that's i think the explanation is really easy here i think she just wanted she wants to promote her instagram um she wants people to notice that she's an actual singer and she wants Gwen Stefani to see because Gwen Stefani's in the voice and she must just like Gwen Stefani. Like there's no actual affiliation with the voice here. Can she you just find, pegged it I can't it. find Watch, the listen. Instagram.
I just love this. Love this season of The Voice. Congrats all the files. And yes, Gwen Stefani, it's Jan from it's the Jan office. It's Jan from the office. Doing my best Gwen Stefani. I, amazing. That's amazing. 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 So basically the moral of the story is oh Melora Hardin is still at it. Hey guys, it's Melora Hardin, Jan from the office, Tammy from Transparent, Jacqueline Carlisle from The Bold. Oh my God. Wait, did you just click on Cameo? Listen. She's on Cameo. She's on Cameo. So She's on Cameo. basically, I'm going to send Lindsay a Cameo of Melora Hardin at some point in time. Wait, did you? I just cannot believe. I mean, I know this is all thanks to our callers, but we were so early on Cameo. And now literally everyone's on Cameo, including <laughs> Melora Hardin. We had to stop doing Cameo. I, it was, it was, it was, it stressful. was humiliating. It was. <laughs> And stressful. Even like, was... we love you guys so much, but, like, the act of doing a cameo was so fucking degrading. Like, I can't imagine, like, It was, like, it was like debasing. I, and then they were all showing up on our cameo homepage. Oh, my God. And so we, we had to DM. cameo. Like, listen, take them off our homepage. We don't want other people to see them. We want them all to be private. And they were like, totally. Because we wanted them to be like, totally we fine. wanted them to be just for you. We were like, these are like kind exclusive. of like exclusive, yeah, had nothing to do intimate with our own like ego. messages. And they were like all on our page. And we were like, we cannot have like this. Like, you know, I was just like, there's enough of me on the internet. Like, I don't need just videos of me like talking to strangers. Like, it Be was. Like, hey, girl, happy birthday. Like, Jan like, says hello. We're desperate, but we're like not Jan from The Office. Like, we're <laughs> not Nikki Blonsky of Hairspray. Like, we have a little bit of dignity left in our lives. And Tiny- we need to maintain. Oh, my God. The teensy tiniest bit. Okay, next I- call. <laughs> Beverly Mitchell. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. It's Sarah. Um, third time caller, long time listener. We just listened to your podcast where you're talking about Jennifer Lee Cook and um, Jennifer, wait, sorry, Rachel Lee Cook and Jennifer Catherine Gates. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, and that, remember, that reminded me of my favorite all-time fact about Rachel Lee Cook, which is that she narrated the audiobook for Devil Wears Prada. And it was the most monotone audiobook ever. I highly recommend checking it out. All the Amazon and Audible reviews are like, this woman has the most boring voice ever. But it's Rachel Lee Cook. Anyway, I'm glad you'd enjoy. Good form, Bellathorn. Bye. Please tell me you have a clip for us to listen to. Do I have a clip? <laughs> By the time I made it to the lobby, Pedro, the delivery boy from Manjo, was chatting in Spanish with Eduardo near the elevator bank. Hey, here's our girly, said Pedro. I've got the usual bacon, sausage, and one nasty-looking cheese thing. Don't know how you eat this shit and stay so thin, girl. He grinned. Wait, he can grinned. you imagine, like, me from the audio both being like, Rachel, hey, Rachel, um, when you do the voice of that guy, can you just, like, try and, like, do, like, a voice? Like, try and, like, do literally anything. Rachel, just, Rachel, hey, Rachel. it's me from the booth. Rachel, Rachel, great job. You're doing so great. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's work on that voice. Let's let's try that one one more time. One more time, and that's it. Do you need any tea or anything? Any chitty tea, Rachel? You okay? Your voice sounds all dry, Rachel. No, you're good, Rachel. Okay, Rachel. God, the booth. The booth is so funny. I I, I... here's one. Here's one clip so you can hear her do Miranda. I hear, yeah, I want her to do a voice. Ring. Remind all the runway editors in Paris that just because they're here does not mean that they can neglect their responsibilities at home. I want everything in by original deadline. Bring. I expect dossiers prepared from the three best chefs you've found to be waiting in my suite by the time we return from this show. Bring, bring, bring. Andrea, Andrea, where are you? 
<laughs> Rachel, hey, Rachel, it's the booth. Um, so I know you're doing like a little bit of an accent for Miranda, but it'd be great if you could either go in either direction, either British or not British. <laughs> Seems like you're kind of caught in the middle. <laughs> Thanks. It's really, it's really something else. Hello, my gay boys. Uh, I loved all the Westworld riffs uh, in this week's episode, and I was just wondering... Who on Westworld would you say is a them and who is a who? So I was thinking it seems like it's the whoiest show of all. You have the, the third Skarsgård brother. You have um, the hot British guy playing the asshole American. You have uh, Xerxes from 300 as a Latino cowboy. So it's just a really hooey show, and I just wanted to get your take on it. Okay, good thorn, good form, bell thorn, bite. This is not a Westworld podcast. Again, this is not a Westworld podcast. So please. But. I have something to say about Westworld. Um, This is our new segment called This is not a Westworld podcast. I don't know if it's going to be every week, but it might happen every once in a while. It's going to be when I remember to watch Westworld. Honestly, this week was great. Uh, What'd you think of this season? Who are the who's and them's of Westworld? Iconic. Oh, spoiler alert. One of the iconic them's of Westworld came back. Wait. Who? Is that a spoiler? Maybe. Wait, have you watched this week's? Yeah, like kind of. Okay, well then that's a spoiler for you. Um, do we want to talk about the who's next? Oh, or do we oh, just wanna... I know who came back at the end. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, this is, see, the problem with talking about this, the problem with this new Westworld podcast we have within <laughs> our podcast. Yes, we are the first podcast to have a podcast within a podcast. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> is that there's these, now they're, we're like approaching on spoilers and we don't even have like a spoiler, like rules because we don't have spoilers in involved in our normal podcast yeah i don't want to spoil westworld for people so let's not spoil it did you like the episode yeah i kind of only half watched it because i was like working on something and i need I to watch it half again watch westworld westworld's one of my favorite shows to half watch i know and then i watch like a youtube video that's like here's what happened on westworld and it's like it tells me what happened on westworld <laughs> do you watch those? hey guys Wait, hey guys, catching t- up on last week's episode of Westworld. It was one of the craziest ones yet, but we break it down in like seven minutes. No, that's literally... How does how do you watch Westworld and not watch the video about Westworld after Westworld? I don't watch the video, but I do read the recaps after Westworld. Because as I said, I'm only half paying attention. Yeah, they're like, okay, remember that button in like the scene four? That represents like blah, blah, blah. And like when this happened, it means like this. And, when this, and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know any of this. Like, what was I even watching? <laughs> I love... Something happened in a recent episode where I was like, "What?" They were showing a. They were showing like somehow when they ended up in Shogun World and like something happened. Yeah. I was like, "When did they get here?" And I was just like, "Did I miss? <laughs> did I miss the entrance to this?" That happens all the time. Where like they'll be like, "Meanwhile, back at like HQ," and then they'll show what's his name and what's her name like on a computer. And I'm like, "Where weren't they like in a desert?" Westworld is one of those movies where you like shows. Oh my god! Where, well, it's like as long as a movie every time, but you like black out in the middle of it, and you're like, you come back and you're, or you like gray out, and you're like, wait, wait, you brown what? Out. <laughs> you brown out. Sorry, my it's favorite not thing gray. about Westworld. My favorite thing about Westworld is when they go in, in the most recent episode. A group of people were in like one of the other worlds. Yeah. And they were like, well, gotta go. See you later, other world. And they go into this like box and they go into the ground yeah. and then the yeah. next thing you know they're like back yeah. in Westworld and it's like how how do I get anywhere and it reminded me of 
<laughs> but then like Dolores of... has to take a train and it's like, wait, you're like missing out on like a lot of easier ways to <laughs> be transported. There are all these there are all these interesting hyperloops or something that we don't know about. Did you see it reminded me of that video of Taylor Swift going in that thing that takes her under the stage where she's like, bye yes. and <laughs> yes. and then she sucks under the stage. Goes okay. Away. This is the worst podcast yeah. within a podcast. This is Good the thing. end. This is the end We're of not... our weekly segment. This is not a Westworld podcast. <laughs> Wait, we did not even, we we didn't did not even talk the about the questions. No, no, because if we talk about the questions, we're going to get, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get the spoiler territory and let's not. I just Next feel like, oh, okay, fine. We're not answering the question. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, uh, long time, first time. So I'm 17 years old and a senior in high school, a verified teen. And I was scrolling through my timeline on various social media the other day. And I noticed that people are going totally nuts over this new Netflix original movie, The Kissing Booth. Like they're talking about how much they love it, referencing lines in it, calling for a sequel. Seriously, like all the most basic girls I know are obsessed with this movie. So I decided to check it out because like, whatever, I like a good rom-com as much as the next girl. Uh, This movie is garbage, like it's not good, but it is very hooey. So I suffered through the whole thing. A little lowdown on the plot is basically about this girl who has a guy best friend. The best friend has a hot older brother. And the girl kisses the brother at a kissing booth at the spring carnival, which, what? Like, is this a thing? And then they have a secret relationship. And the best friend finds out and gets mad, but, like, everything works out in the end. Nothing you haven't seen before. Anyway, the only them in this movie is Molly Ringwald at the Muster. The lead is Joey King. Uh, she's a who, but she's been in some pretty demi stuff. Like, she was one of the girls in The Conjuring. Uh, the one who has all the lines and, like, gets to see all the spooky shit. And she was Ramona in that Ramona and Beezus movie that also starred Selena Gomez. Um, but I couldn't really seem to get a handle on the male lead of this movie. Um, like, all I could get from Seventeen Magazine and the Daily Mail is that his name is Jacob Alordi. He's 20 years old, Australian, and he's dating Joey King in real life, which people on Twitter seem to be very excited about. Like, he doesn't really seem to have been in anything else before getting cast in this, and he's also, like, kind of weird-looking. Like, if you designed a handsome guy in a lab but got the formula just, like, a little bit wrong. Um, and he also has a really outdated haircut, like, Harry Styles circa 2011, and it's not flattering. So, um, I guess if you wanted to, like, have your finger on the pulse of what your local horse girls are obsessed with, then, like, there you go, the kissing booth. Uh, hopefully you can just do a bit of a deep dive and tell me, like, who is Jacob Alerti and why does he wear his hair like that? Good point, Bella Thorne. This call kind of speaks for itself. It's so thorough. Like, if I was your teacher, because, like, I'm old enough to be your teacher, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, I would give you an A on this um, call. <laughs> a plus. And then the superintendent would be like, Miss um, Weber, <laughs> what you- the hell is this class? <laughs> Weber, can I speak to you for a moment in the hallway? So far, you followed none of the curriculum. You've only talked about we're the kissing stu- booth and Tanache's flame. Ki- we're du- we're studying the kissing booth this semester. It's a movie on Netflix that I hear you and guys love. You show the class some clips of Westworld and then have them watch recap videos on YouTube without even letting them understand the narrative. Hey, man, I'm a cool teacher. <laughs> I'm the cool teacher. Okay, so no. What you would do is you would have your you would assign what? Westworld to your students and then have them explain it to you like in an essay yes. the next day, so you yes. have to watch it. 
Yes. And then I would like Instagram their essays and be like, lol, I'm like so fun. Like, I'm, I'm a teacher. Like, I'm, I'm, fun teacher. I'm, I'm fun, a fun teacher. I'm a fun teacher. No, I would be a terrible teacher of children. Um, okay. So she asked a question at the end, which is like, where did this guy Jacob Elordi come from? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I wish I had an answer for you, like, as your elder. And, like, I could help you and guide you. But I did the same deep dive I think you did because it's, like, honestly, he is really new. He's, like, he's one of those just models that I think that they just cast because he was, like, hot and, like, did the role okay. He may have been cheap. I think so. And he's also Australian, so they imported him. So I think he's, Mm -hmm. like, I think he's really fresh. I think he comes from the long history of, like, models turning into actors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they're hot. Um. I will say, like, this movie, I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely am going to if that's what the teens say is cool. Um, I think it's the the fact that he is dating – they're dating each other in real life is a real, like – that's really why this movie is, is popular. Like, that is yeah, – come on. That's perfect. Because they, they exist off screen. Like, you can, you can stand them off screen, like, as they go to the Grove together or something. Right. And I will say, I, I believe you that you're a teen – but if I was like going deeper into this, the fact that you've said that Molly Ringwald is the only them either implies that you're like a very wise teen for your age or like you are not a teen. Or you're lying. That, it's me. Because that was true. That Hi, was really me, a teen. That was really impressive. Um, and that's, that's that's it. That's it. He's he's brand new. Like the if you look up, there's only one that I could find. Um, you know. X things to know about someone and on him and it's 16 facts you probably didn't know about Jacob Elordi and it's literally like his birthday <laughs> and then what his star sign is which is just extrapolated from his birthday um where is he from Australia Australia how tall is he uh he fell in love with his co-star these aren't the like set. real facts, They're not facts. Yeah. he knows how to ride a motorbike this is probably because he rode a motorbike in the kissing booth okay Right. Um, does he use social media? He has a Twitter account. Yes, there's a thing. He's a huge fan of Heath Ledger. I mean, he's Australian. So, right. Whatever. Of course, he's a huge fan of Heath Ledger. And these uh, are all from photos he put on his Instagram. It's yeah, not all even like things. So, anyways, we don't know a ton about him yet. Also, I was looking like, has anyone interviewed him yet? Has anyone interviewed really anyone from this cast yet? And the answer is not really, no, like, not I'm really. I'm sorry, but wait for this. 14. Mm. Jacob Elordi was in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No, tell no Tales. And then it says, Jacob Elordi landed his first Hollywood role in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tells. Okay. He is uncredited, but easy to spot. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> hey, The Weekly. I um, just wanted to make sure that you knew that we potentially have another celebrity chicken murderer on our hands um, over Memorial Day to Sue Cavallari posted a photo of herself holding a chicken with a caption that was something like, mm, pet today, dinner tomorrow, just kidding, not really. People are really mad and they're saying like, oh, what if she was holding a dog? And she says that the dog is dinner, which I think would be really funny, actually. But, okay, I just wanted to make sure that you knew that. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. What? Good form, Bella Thorne. Okay, bye. What? <laughs> This is really this is another installment of Kristen Cavallari can't win, and she she is can't literally, win. It's just a photo of her in her backyard, as the caller said, and the caption is almost exactly what the caller said. It is, she's holding a, ch- she's holding a chicken and doing like a pose, like doing a pose, 
big sunglasses on and it says pet today dinner tomorrow uh, kidding uh, kind of <laughs> which is so, like not a good joke but also not a bad joke i mean honestly i'm just impressed that she's actually posing with like she's posing with food in a photo instead of just modeling but, but it's not like even food it's like right, pre-food it's, food. it's dinner tomorrow <laughs> so i guess yeah but who's cooking it it's, it's probably tomorrow. not her i don't know it's dinner tomorrow so i this is a real non-controversy, and it really doesn't exist outside of Kristen Cavallari's Instagram comments. Like, most oh, it's of not Cavallari's a controversy. Life. It doesn't it's exist. Not. No. Um, but the People article, like some, the People article is so long and quotes so many of the negative comments that you get the feeling that someone at People hates Kristen Cavallari. I mean, would um, you be surprised? Because it says, like, would you be surprised? Uh. Animals belong on our hearts, not our stomachs. Bet that chicken has a family, too. Why can't we think of them as someone, not something? You don't need meat to survive, folks, Red's one, read one comment. And then it says, Others pointed out how the post might have played differently if the former The Hill star was holding a dog in her hand. I'm sorry, the former The Hill star. <laughs> the former... Sorry, but she's not holding a dog in her hand. She's holding right, a chicken. but she wouldn't hold People a dog in her chickens. hand. She wouldn't hold a dog in People her hand don't and say dog. tomorrow. <laughs> People don't eat dogs. They eat chickens. Well, not everyone eats chickens. That's for sure. But, like, the context of this clearly is that people eat chickens. And and that is something that I know that even if you're vegan or vegetarian, (laughs) you need to know. I the the end of this I guess they do try to be diplomatic here because the last one of the last comments they quote is another didn't have time for the drama at all quote the fact that people unfollow you because you may or may not eat chicken is actually so stupid what sunnies are you wearing at Kristen Cavallari <laughs> that's me <laughs> that's Lindsay that's Lindsay so anyway also she could be she could be talking about eggs most people who have chickens have them because of the eggs but which is honestly such a dream of a mine. Luxury. Oh my god, a dream is just to have uh, three chickens, chicken egg? get three eggs every day. Have my neighbor steal my chicken egg? Throwback. <laughs> my neighbor. My neighbor stole my, my chicken, neighbor chicken egg. Stole my chicken egg. But yes, the moral of the story is: if Kristen Cavallari Instagrams chicken <laughs> in the next week, um, you'll know where it came from. You know she's a chicken murderer. But I will say. Um, this is all the lead up to Kristen Cavallari. We haven't even mentioned why, like, Kristen, Kristen Cavallari has a reality show coming to E! And boy, does it look insane. I don't know if, like, you got... Because, Bobby, didn't you just recently see the trailer? Because that was, like... Um, I had seen the trailer a while ago, but it it's one of the things that I saw the trailer when it came out, which was at the beginning of April, but it felt like I saw it in 2016. It felt um, so long ago, and now it's finally happening, I think. I hope, because it's been... The buildup has been insane. Yes, she's it's like called I'm back very on Cavallari. TV. It's about her store in Nashville, which is so rude because it's like literally just a promo. Yes, it's called uh, what's that? Uncommon James, which is like such a Reese Witherspoon knockoff. I can't even deal. Right, and it's in Nashville, and it's in Nashville, and the whole idea is it's about her store. So it's kind of a Dash Dolls knockoff too, because it's like the drama is like in the people who work for me. Like I'm just the boss. Like they're drama, and it's like what. Watch this be the best show on television. I started building this lifestyle brand. I have the craziest staff. Of course, there's going to be drama. Of course, there's going to be hookups. WWKD, what would Kristen do? And not what would Kristen do when she was 23. (laughs) It's going to be a wild ride. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. So I know that you're going to be super busy this week. You've got to name everybody who was on that boat with Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. And you probably are going to talk about Drake. 
but we also need to talk about what's going on with Tanache. So apparently her NBA player boyfriend allegedly dumped her because she was acting like a Kardashian and cheated on her with Kendall Jenner, who he's now dating. Like, our girl can't catch a break at all, can she? Um, that's it. Just don't forget about Tanache in this trying time. Good form, Bella Thorne. Okay, so a few <laughs> weeks ago... What happened A few weeks ago, um, Tanache Instagrammed a photo of her with Ben Simmons, this basketball player, and she's, like, hugging him, and it says... Yeah, he's on the 76ers, right? Yes, and it says, thankful for you, heart. And so everyone's like, okay, uh, Tanache, there are all these photos of them, like, kissing and holding each other, and it was, like, sort of a relationship reveal. Um, April 20th, April 20th. So okay. that's Tanache's boyfriend on April 20th. Oh, no. Then, a couple Seems days foreboding. ago... A couple days ago, there are all these rumors that Kendall Jenner has been seen with Ben Simmons and because they were like the nice guy. Remember the nice guy? They were the nice guy together. Oh my God. The nice guy is still a thing. And That's it says funny. they were on a double date. And uh, so now people are saying that Ben Simmons is dating Kendall Jenner and they're like in love and it's so real. And we all have mm. to believe that this is like, oh my God, uh, did he dump Tanache for Kendall Jenner? I can't believe it. But then this thing happens. So TMZ is running with this, right? TMZ is like, Tanache uh is she says she refers to it they refer to it as a split they're like tonight I mean, it's I'm the not same nightclub s- as Donovan Mitchell after Ben Simmons split right I don't want to say anything but if if anyone is implied to be dating Kendall Jenner you need to like ask questions That's because what I was going to say this I is I just don't I don't believe any story about Kendall Jenner's dating life, anyone ever yeah ever yeah. I've never believed a story about right. Kendall Jenner that wasn't written on Tumblr okay <laughs> But this was also published yesterday. I'm texting it to you. Wait, where? Okay, where? Okay. Um, what? And I sort of think it <laughs> disproves the whole they broke up theory. Ben Simmons hits Beverly Hills with mystery girl Kendall Jenner. Is that Kendall Jenner? And there's a little arrow next to this woman's face with a Is hoodie it? on. I think that could easily be Tanache. So you think it's Tanache? I'm just saying there's... Is TMZ, is TMZ sure it's Kendall Jenner? No. It says, <laughs> is that Kendall Jenner? And there's a, an arrow next to a blurry head. I'm sorry. If anything describes Tanache, it's arrow next to blurry head. <laughs> That's Tanache. <laughs> they were also in a car arrow together. Arrow next, bl- <laughs> next to blurry head is her arrow new single. Arrow next to blurry head is Tanache. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> they were together like two weeks ago. In, no, I, I again, I think as, that he is just, I think that famous people have a lot of friends. Kendall they Jenner do. has a lot of friends. She loves basketball. <clears throat> and you don't go to Mr. Nice Guy, like, with someone if you're trying to be sneaky. How do you like, know? I, oh, because, right, because, right. And he would get called out for cheating on this right. woman who he publicly said is his girlfriend if he went to Mr. Nice Guy and got paparazzi photoed with Kendall Jenner, the most one of the most famous people. Yeah. Right now. Anyway, currently. I'm just saying that this photo, to me, says that we should take all these rumors with a grain of salt. I know. Because that's a blurry photo of Tanasha. And also, speaking of people who you have to be sus about who they're dating, Nick Jonas <laughs> and Priyanka okay. Chopra. I like that this call had everything. <laughs> this call was like, here are all the things that you should probably be talking about. We're going to talk about Drake next week, uh, and you'll see why. So, yeah. But we're going to stick right now, Nick and Priyanka Chopra. This is amazing news. Um, 
they went to the Met Ball together, if you remember, and the, all mm-hmm. the excuses were like, we're just like wearing the same designer. So we just like went right. together. So our like outfits could be next to each other. And she even like talked about it on a late show and blah, blah. And then she went to the royal wedding without Nick Jonas, which, which means it's a total lost opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. And then now they're saying, people are saying, oh, they've been hanging out a lot. Nick and Priyanka are together. They have like a 10-year age difference, which I'm obsessed with. She's mm-hmm. older, obviously, um, which rules. Uh, and – like, even if this is not real, I'm, like, here for it, right? How I'm very here for it. I think it's right. really fun. It's really, really, really fun. Um, what are the other – are there any other, like, fun details about it? Not really. No, because the thing the thing is both of them are boring. They're both they're so hot boring. and boring. And hot there's something really fun with hot, boring people get together because it's like, I'm hot, and you're, I'm hot and boring, you're hot and boring, let's be hot and boring together. And it sort of makes it funny. It well, it's it also charming. funny because there's all these photos of them together at the Met Ball, so people don't even need these photos to prove that they're together. They already have the photos, even though <laughs> at that time they would claim that they were not together. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what's really funny is usually when you hear people are together, you're like, oh, they're making out. They've been all over each other. These two were seen uh, sitting closely and happy. <laughs> sitting closely is my favorite. <laughs> sitting closely. <laughs> Close. There are more. There were more details in Us Weekly. Did you see this? No. What they say? A source tells us they are dating, and it's brand new. It's a good match, and they are both interested in each other. <laughs> oh, They're both no. doing the bare minimum. Like that's what. But that was a really. That was one of the best quotes. Where just They're like a source was like they they interested. can stand each other's presence, which is like means they're definitely fucking. They're interested in each other. I mean, Whatever. these two, two are both hot. They belong together. Two it's hot great. boring people. It'll be yeah. great. But I will say anyone that's Nick Jonas is dating, you should just 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 take it with a grain of salt for these wow. people sometimes. More of that. More of that. I'm sorry. Do you not agree? Listen, it's our right to be hellish. Sorry, I'm pra- I'm pandering to our audience like fully right now. No, I, I don't. I don't. Check Tumblr. I don't necessarily know that I believe. I think whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Next call. <laughs> Next call. Hi, guys. Um, first time, long time. I'm going to keep it short. Um, so I was on Instagram and I noticed that Ross Butler, he plays Zach on 13 Reasons Why, obviously kind of a who, but you know, he has millions of Instagram followers. I noticed that him and Courtney Love, the obvious legend and them, and just like my icon are like Instagram friends. And she's like always commenting on his stuff and she's like, and he's on her page in photos i'm just wondering how this like i don't know this teen star i know he's probably not a teen but it's like tight with courtney love and i'm just like wondering how that came about i mean she's my idol so she can do no wrong but i just i'm just really intrigued by this friendship um good form bella thorne love you guys so this is um Lindsay and i were talking about this earlier and it's one of those things that i feel like would be a huge news story all over TMZ and everyone would be obsessed with it on any other year but this year um, or any other week but this week. The I think the Drake um, Pusha T drama sort of pushed this to the side. I think the Roseanne stuff pushed this to the side. People don't have the bandwidth to pay attention to a story I mean, about Courtney Love. I which think on all surf- the players involved are not as interesting as you would need for something like this. But I agree with Bobby. It's they're, so crazy that it would like take the spotlight. Well, it's they're not interesting at first glance. Like who cares about Francis being Cobain and who cares about Courtney Love? Really? 
Um, but when you, even even me, and I've been reading these headlines for a really long time, and they only, to be fair, they only recently started getting really deeply insane. Um, but this Frances Bean Cobain and her ex you drama missed this has been going on for like over one. a year. But you missed this most recent one. Because oh, yeah, I was like, had you seen this? Thought, yeah. Because I thought it was more of the same. So let's go back. Back in like 2014, Frances Bean Cobain, the daughter of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love, married this guy whose name is Isaiah Silva. He's in a band. doesn't matter what the band is. Um, they had been they engaged. They've been engaged for like a year. They were engaged. That. Well, they, yeah, they were engaged for a year. They got married in 2014. They divorced in 2016. And right after they divorced, this was sort of a big deal back when people could care about this. They, they divorced and Isaiah had custody. Custody. Isaiah claims he was given <laughs> Kurt Cobain's like famous guitar that he played during that iconic unplugged performance in 1993. So he claims that Francis Bean gave him that guitar as a gift. And so because of the, like during the divorce settlement when they're breaking everything up, he was like, I don't have to give this back to you. Like, this is mine. This was a gift. So there was a whole legal debate. It was such a big deal for a really long time. And so when this started happening, I assumed it was just more of the same. But no, it's gotten really, really ridiculous. So do you want to take it from here, Lindsay? Well, I don't even know. So the most recent piece about it is this literally insane headline from people that if you read it at first glance, you'd be like, I can't even comprehend this. It says, Francis Bean Cobain's ex sues Courtney Love, comma, claims she tried to kill him to get Kurt's guitar back, which is like, Mm -hmm. what? So the person at the bottom of all of, the person, the presumed person at the bottom of all the guitar drama was Courtney, not Francis. It sort of seemed like Francis was like, I don't really care if he has the guitar or not. I gave it to him. Yeah, but yeah. Courtney was the one who wanted Francis to get it back, sort of allegedly. Um, well, and so, now it's gotten well, even more But what ridiculous. Bobby and I realized when we started like kind of searching, because there's a lot of names involved that are really confusing. One, Isaiah Silva, the ex-husband. You told you who that is. Two, Courtney Love. You know who that is. Three, Francis Bean Corbain. You know who that is. But then you have Sam Lufty. If you recognize Sam Lufty, is it Lutfi? It's Lutfi. Lutfi. I always say Lufty, but... Yeah, me too. It's Luf- Lutfi. Sam Lutfi. If you recognize that name, either way we've said it, it's because that guy has been uh, in the Hollywood world kind of ruining people's lives, allegedly. I'm not going to get sued by him, so I'm saying allegedly. Allegedly ruining people's lives for years and years. He is the guy who leaked all those Britney Spears texts. He was Britney Spears' manager, quote unquote, for a while when she was like mm-hmm. having going through issues. He was the Amanda one who Bynes. signed Amanda Bynes into like a... A hospital without her permission essentially and like kind of set her on that spiral or whatever and now he's dealing with Courtney Love which I think he's been involved with her since like 2012 because it mm-hmm. goes all the way back but basically he um this this he Courtney Love John Nazarian who's a private investigator uh, a musician named Michael Shank and this is even weirder an actor named Ross Butler, who you would recognize from the show 13 Reasons Why, and who was on the first season of Riverdale, Riverdale. and then left the show and replaced by a different guy. So why is left Ross Butler... Left the show Butler... under weird, mysterious circumstances, <laughs> right. too. So Isaiah Silver is is suing all of these people, this insane group of people, but why? for conspiring to kill him conspiring with the intention of stealing him. the guitar, which is so... This is, like, so insane. And so, so it says, Silva is also alleging the group engaged in burglary, robbery, sexual battery, kidnapping, attempted murder, criminal threats, false imprisonment, it's extor- false imprisonment, extortion, stalking, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and trespass. So you Google all these people, 
And you find stories from years and years and years ago. Like 2013. Yeah. This is a really interesting one from 2016. And this is right after Francis and um, Isaiah split up. And the headline makes no mention of the guitar. The headline makes no mention of like any reason behind this alleged behavior. But here it is. Britney Spears' controversial ex-manager, Sam Lutfi, quote, kidnapped and robbed estranged musician husband of Francis Bean Cobain. And it says that at five days after he was allegedly kidnapped by um, kidnapped. Sam Lutfi, he went to the cops and he said that... Sam and his accomplice, an accomplice who was unnamed but could very well be that 13 Reasons Why star, grabbed him after midnight one night and then, like, broke all of his stuff, smashed a door, caused, like, $4,000 in damage to his things, and then he went and told the police about it. But there's no reason why. And so I think after reading what's going on now, what it seems like is that this is what he's, this is one of the things that he's suing for. And it sort of reads like intimidation. I like, think, because this goes all the way back again to 2013 and 12 when they, when she's first started dating this guy, they got engaged, oh, they were weirder. serious. I, and, you know, there's a, fo- so Radar from 2012 has a photo. 2012. Of Frances Bean Cobain's like gate to her apartment where she lived with this guy that has signs. And one says, warning, these premises are under 24 hour surveillance. Smile, you're on camera. And then there's a sign where it says, handwritten, that means you, Ross Butler and Sam Sam Lutfi. So literally 2013, there are accusations of these guys stalking Courtney Love's daughter. And I think... Guitar aside, guitar is a new thing. Guitar yeah. aside, I think when she started dating this guy, they Courtney Love decided that she didn't like him. And these people were like her friends. And she was like, I want you guys to like keep an eye on him. Yeah. And um, I think I this mean, has Francis, been all the way back. Francis tweeted about it uh, in 2012. And she said, um, there was this guy. Well, this is different. There was... Um, Actually, that doesn't, that's not the same what? thing. So I'm going to skip okay. that. I'm going to skip that. was just a different stalker. Um, but this is just really shady because it's not just like it's Sam Lutvi and some guy who's on 13 Reasons Why now. And this goes all the way back to 2012 where they were harassing Francis Bean Cobain. Yeah. So Lindsay found this interview on Vulture with um, Ross Butler and the the interviewer didn't know anything about this drama. This is pre this drama. She just saw him commenting on Courtney Love's uh, Instagram, just responding it, to her Instagram. And the person at Vulture says, it looks like you're pretty good friends with Courtney Love. How did that happen? And he says, a good friend of mine is her manager. I met him through a mutual friend when I moved to LA. And he was like, hey, do you want to meet Courtney Love? And I said, sure. She and I just really clicked. She's super educated, blah, blah, blah. So he just explains that like... I don't know. He got into the Sam Lutfi thing, I guess, because of Courtney Love. But also, maybe the mutual friend is Sam Lutfi. No, that's what I think. Yeah, the mutual friend is Sam Lutfi. I think so. Okay. And I and and I and Sam Lutfi has is like this kind of operator. Mm-hmm. He's like you know Sam Lutfi is like like dirtbag Michael Clayton. Dirtbag Michael Clayton. Oh, from the movie Michael Clayton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a dirtbag, like strong army Michael Clayton. I mean, go back and read. I mean, there's a piece on the Daily Beast about him. Um, mm-hmm. They call him Young Hollywood's most famous Svengali, which is like – you know, he's essentially attaching – he was attaching himself to young people and kind of, like, getting them to give him all control over their lives, essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, like, 
he was the he was the guy Britney Spears had next to him when she was like falling apart, falling apart. Um, and he was the one bringing the press in to watch it all happen. So this is weird just because he's known Courtney for seemingly a long time, like since 2012 or 13. And now this guitar thing is having its surface. And now we're having all these new names in here. Um, but I feel bad for this ex-husband of, of Francis Bean because it's like, guitar aside, like these people have been kind of trying to ruin his life for a long time now. And I think they're sort of succeeding. Clearly. Um, but anyway. Also, like, I think for the divorce settlement, I don't know. I mean, this might, maybe we should look, but I don't think he got really anything else except for this guitar. Oh, yeah. No. Because it was a gift. And I don't no. think that he got, like, any type of, I think this that was, I like, think they the had a really good. I think they had a really good prenup. <laughs> Probably. Well, then, but the guitar was a gift, so he got to keep it. Anyways, this is crazy. We're going to be keeping our eyes on this. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, and I think with that we're done for the day. So that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. So thank you for listening to our Westworld podcast. We will see you on. It's a podcast within a podcast. (laughs) This is a new thing we're doing. No one else has done it before. A podcast within a podcast. See, the thing is, when you get to the center of the maze on Who Weekly, you get (laughs) a Westworld podcast. I want people who like don't listen to Westworld to like just know about Westworld through our podcast. Um. Really, all along, we were a Westworld podcast, and you just didn't. You're just finding out now. Surprise! So call in 619-HOO-THEM if you have more questions. Tuesday's new episode is going to be very good. And then we're going to have, oh, my God, I, I hate doing teasers, but oh, 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 oh my Maybe, maybe. God. It's still, maybe, it's maybe, still, maybe. It's I still, almost, it's still. I almost feel uncomfortable saying this, but maybe if I say it, I'll will it to no, happen. No, don't say anything yet. Okay. So special, Ooh. special stuff happening soon. We have a show in June at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Tickets Buy available. tickets. There are still tickets. I think the website was down, but it's back up. There are still tickets. Um, buy them. Buy, buy them. them. And we will see you uh, Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Happy June. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Mike from LA, first time caller. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that I just took a flight with Tamara Mowry sitting across from me. And I don't even know if she's a who or not, but I thought it was worth mentioning that it was a Southwest Airlines flight and she used a free drink ticket to order red wine and she was really excited about it and she took the free peanuts. Um, I told her I loved her, I was embarrassed. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.